This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Welcome to Thursday, and we're going to have a great time here on Voice of Change today with Lauren Jacobs here on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. You tuned in, and I hope that you are having a really, really great day. I hope that 2021 has been kicking off really, really well for you. Today on the show, I'm going to be driving you all the way home with Rachel Khaleesi. You know what? Rachel is just such a beautiful woman of God, a humanitarian, co-founder of the Khaleesi Foundation, which we're going to be talking a little bit about on the show and also just someone who has a lot of inspiration to give us when it comes to our relationship with God and so today it's going to be such a great show because we really really want to speak to your heart we want to just share some truth with you and we want you to just be inspired after the show we want you to be inspired to know that 2021 can be the year and I've been thinking about that you know just putting it out there saying well this can be the year and leaving that open for you to decide is it going to be the year of miracles is it going to be the year of winning is it going to be the year of overcoming is it going to be the year of starting something new is it going to be the year of going out on a limb is it going to be the year of bravery or whatever that means you know I have this this beautiful sort of practice that I do a discipline every single year when it comes to about December time I just really get quiet before God and ask him for a word for the year not a prophetic word as in you know prophecy word but a word a single word like whatever it can be gratitude joy truth whatever that word is whatever he has on his heart just for me and I know that that is such a special practice because every year God gives me a word and it's almost like you know he gives me a word and then says I'm going to take you on the journey to learn what this actually means and many times God does things in many many different ways that we don't anticipate him doing and that's what makes it so so fun and so you know what I pray that God will give you your word maybe he already has given you your word for this year so let this be the year of whatever that word is that God has given to you so don't go anywhere it's going to be such a great time and voice of change and Rachel joins us after this. Rachel Khaleesi joining me today. Rachel, so good to be with you. Thank you so much for being with us on Voice of Change. Really have been looking forward to chatting with you. How are you doing? And I hope that everything is going well your side. Hey, Lauren. Um, thank you so much for it's, uh, it's always such a pleasure. And um, yes, good. We are we're all well and um, looking forward to, you know, whatever 2021 has in store for us and mm. uh, just believing that it's going to be better than um, than last year. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Such a such a crazy mind shift. Normally people are so excited for the new year and it's like, wow, 2021 <laughs> or 2020. And I remember at the beginning of 2020, everyone was going, hey, 2020 vision and we're going to do all these things. And it's <laughs> so crazy to think that we, we had to reposition, realign and just get repurposed almost. But yeah, I'm sure that 2021 Absolutely. is going to be great and for you and your family as well. 
But I know that 2020 was actually had some silver linings, especially when it came to you and your humanitarian work, the Khaleesi Foundation. So tell us a little bit about that for maybe the listeners who, you know, haven't heard much or haven't been clued up much about it. Tell Mm -hmm. me a bit about, you know, what kind of work you started doing in 2020 and responding not only to COVID, Mm -hmm. but the other issues that began to arise up during the time while people Mm -hmm. are facing this pandemic. Mm, absolutely. So um, we were so fortunate um, to be able to um, launch our foundation, the Colisi Foundation, um, in March 2020. So how it all kind of came about is, you know, the week before the, the World Cup final, um, Sia and I kind of sat outside in a corridor and we were like, um, well, we want to use the win for something good. Of course, we, we hadn't technically one yet but mm. in our minds we had and um we wanted to use it for something good so we were planning on launching a foundation in august september of 2020 um but the minute COVID hit south africa and we kind of started seeing what it was looking like for south africa a lot of people are already living with existing illnesses in south africa um we were really a high-risk nation um, to have COVID come in. And we wanted to be a part of, you know, making sure that people were kept safe and um, and what that looked like. And um, the thing is, you know, we've created so many beautiful partnerships with so many different brands that we know would absolutely love to um, love the vision of the foundation and love to play a part in that. And, and so we just connected with all of them. You know, we, in March, we didn't have a website. We didn't have a team. We mm. didn't have a logo. We had nothing. In fact, the first logo we created um, had to be taken down because we had another organization <laughs> call us and they're like, Hey, we have exactly the same oh, logo. Wow. Um, so there was just, there were so many, you know, everyone was, was super supportive and mm-hmm. luckily they were super chilled about it and, you know, we landed up changing it. But um, it, it's just so amazing how many people just poured in and they were like, we want to be a part of whatever you guys are doing. We want to be a part of it. And um, through the amount of support that we got from so many different people just all across South Africa and internationally, mm-hmm. and we were able to do so much work. So we started off um, – just with PPE, so um, protection gear for healthcare workers, um, a sanitizer, um, and that was at three different hospitals. Um, also at a um, supporting the moms going into the ba- uh, going in to feed their babies every day. Um, I mean, you can't imagine what that navigating was during COVID, the peak season of that and how they had to be transported privately backwards and forwards and, you know, affording that. And, um, and then, and then um, we got some advice from the private sector, you know, as far as handing up PPE and they said, you know, PPE is great, but we need people to stay home. And in order for Mm. that to happen, people need food. Um, We created amazing relationships with the box and pick and pay stores and um, we were able to feed, I don't even know the exact number, but Mm. every single family that we committed to, it wasn't a one-stop shop. Um, We believe in sustainability in everything that we do. And um, so we committed to everybody that we did food drops with for three months um, to try to get through the worst of the COVID season. And um, and we were able to do that. And I I think... I'm just talking off the top of my head, but I, I'm quite certain we were we were quite close to um, 50,000 families that we were mm-hmm. able to support over three months. Um, 
and even in the third in the third month um we delivered it with um booklets on how in easy and in afrikaans and in english on how to grow your own gardens with some seeds in there and um to try and encourage people to grow their own on the grow their own food to make it a little bit more sustainable um we dropped boreholes up in Papo. Mm. they were really struggling with water um and you know what was great was we kind of established our foundation because we were able to travel thousands and thousands of kilometers around South Africa. Um, we were able to travel to almost every single state. I think Durban was the only one we weren't able to get to. Um, but Sia and um, our operations manager, Joel, um, traveled over 16,000 kilometers by wow. car um, to different states and, and just doing amazing work. And, um, of course, you know, after the food kind of, you know, when things started to go a little bit more, more normal after the lockdown was lifted, um, gender-based violence (laughs) is of course a pandemic of its own in our country. And, um, it's something that is very close to Sia's heart. And, um, of course, you know, to every single woman and I mean, it should Mm -hmm. be to every single person in this country, but it's, it's a huge issue. And, um, we wanted to kind of tackle that. So, um, we put together power to you packs for women in, in vulnerable communities. And, um, it's, you know, basically as a paper spray whistle, um, hmm. um, a journal with all the emergency numbers in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've just been able to do amazing work. But I think the point is we've we've we're able to found our foundation by being in communities. So not hmm. by not knowing what's going on in our country, but kind of being able to see what's what's happening in the different communities and and what needs to be um, addressed. Mm. as a priority Mm. and you know what when I listen to you speak obviously the passion for community uh, is something that comes Mm. through really really deeply you know when I hear you speaking Mm. and definitely the passion for community and for communities as well and I think of sometimes our faith communities you know and I kind of think of the challenge that faith communities have you know how can Mm. you know even from your perspective like how can faith Mm. communities better help and assist people within just their local community and in societies because I do Mm. believe the faith leaders have a big role to play we see this specifically as well within when we look at rural mm-hmm. areas and villages mm-hmm. and faith mm-hmm. faith leaders have huge positions of influence and authority in many, many different places. So maybe a little bit of a yeah. challenge from, you know, a humanitarian perspective of as we are, you know, in 2021 embarking on a new journey, finding a new way, it's not just about COVID mm-hmm. exactly like, you know, mm-hmm. what you kind of alluded to that as well. It's yes, we are in the middle yeah. of a pandemic, but there are always going to be issues that are facing us like gender-based violence, which is ongoing before yeah. COVID, I think COVID like really yes. highlighted the issue to us. And yeah. so kind of a challenge to us from your perspective, you know, even for faith communities, mm. what should be goals mm. and aims mm. that, you know, they can put into to place so that also faith communities can help people in the local community? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think an important um, point that you bring up as far as faith communities and being involved, um, you know, for us, um, and our our family, um, we're obviously Christians and haven't been able to go to church. And um, I think at this stage, it, I think it's important for us as individuals not to point the finger at anybody. So not mm-hmm. to have this expectation on government or this expectation on faith communities or on faith leaders to do something, mm-hmm. um, but to realize that the responsibility lands on every single one of us and 
um, and what does that actually look like? Um, and I, I think that, you know, this is with regards to the the COVID pandemic, but with regards to all the different movements that have been happening throughout and have been, you know, there's a light shone in a lot of different movements mm. um, and also on, you know, gender-based violence. But how are we as individuals taking responsibility for that? When it comes to a faith community, I think it's, it's super important for them to be reaching out to the individuals and supporting them emotionally because, mm. you know, beyond everyone dealing with the daily struggles that, you know, they may deal with getting food on the table and keeping jobs and all of that, but the, there's been an emotional toll on every single person. And I think that if, if a faith community could kind of find their responsibility in that regard, God, that would be amazing, like how to support people as best they can um, emotionally and um, and spiritually. And I know, you know, everybody's got their own. I mean, I truly believe there's, there's wholeness in being spiritually well as well. Oh and um, everyone's got their own different view on what that looks like. And that's amazing. That's that's perfect. But I think just super important that you are making sure that you're leaning into your um, you know, your communities of faith and, um, and they are doing everything they possibly can to support people emotionally. And um, I mean, obviously, if they can, if they can provide a a place of, uh, you know, a drop off location, you know, mm. kind of be a, a middle man in between de- deliveries or whatever, you know, we used a lot of churches actually as, um, as bases for the food that we were um, delivering. Um, so, yeah, I think if they could find where, where where they land in all of this craziness, that would be amazing. But I just think people emotionally at this stage need a lot of support as well. Hmm. It seems so much that you guys were being positioned by God even before, you know, we went into lockdown. Like you said, hmm. by, you know, you guys were talking about in your in your minds when, you know, the Rugby World Cup final was happening. In your minds, hmm. like you hmm. said at the beginning, that you had really won it, you know, but you were really thinking, how can we use this win for the good? Do you feel like God was really positioning you guys to for what would come really what would come for the rest of 2020 you know it was like that kind of positioning even though you didn't maybe fully realize it at that time mm-hmm. you know what like yes the lord is so funny hey because i mean he's so funny but he's he's so incredible <laughs> because you know from january in 2019 i felt um i felt so i felt like i was going on a faith journey of my own of like you will win the world cup and and you know your tongue holds so much power Mm. and um and you know i never entertained a conversation around not winning the world cup and um i really just dug into this incredible faith journey um throughout 2019 and um especially when i got to the world cup you know supporting sia in everything that he was doing Mm. and um, but really just like leaning into the Lord and, and like leaving that he's because we weren't looking at this like, yeah, we're going to win the World Cup and everything's mm. going to be dandy. We like we're going to win the World Cup and we want to point all eyes to Jesus to realize like, you know, this, this he can do things. For, he can do anything for you. You know, if he could bring Sia and I from our backgrounds, from where we were from um, and bring us to that point, you know, he can do that for anybody. And, um, 
may not look exactly the same, obviously, but whatever that is, you know, whatever mm. God's got in store for you, if you make certain decisions and lead into him, you know, he will lead you to what he's got in store for you. And, um, you know, just that there's not many people, there's not many people, there's not many organizations that even came out of COVID. And the fact that we founded a nonprofit organization during a pandemic is a miracle. Hmm. And the fact that it was successful is a miracle. And like people can talk like you, they can say whatever they want, but honestly, hmm. like I've spoken to people that are the furthest thing from being a Christian and they are just, they are like, we can't understand how this was even possible that you guys have been able to do so much. Hmm. And the Lord knew, like the Lord knew what was going to happen at the World Cup. He knew there was going to be a pandemic afterwards. He knew there were going to be people that were willing to work and people that were willing to help as much as possible. He knew the country that was going to be most affected. He knows all those things already. So, yeah. you know, I, I mean, it could have been us. It could have been someone else. I don't know. But the one thing that with CNI that, you know, that we hold very dear to us and very close to us and keeps us so grounded is the fact that we are just vessels. You know, people may put us on pedestals and stuff at times, but it's important to realize that God has put us all here just to be vessels for his work mm. and to glorify his name, not to sit and take any kind of um, reap any gold or reap any glory for that. But it really is just to um, shine a light on who he is and, um, you know, that less mm. of us, more of him. Hmm. Amen. That's so awesome, Rachel, that you shared that, you know, because I think it is easy for people. I don't know why it is like that, but for so many people, it's so easy to look at somebody, you know, like anybody, like an athlete or, you know, a celebrity or someone they consider famous or someone they consider having arrived at a certain place or possibly something like that mm -hmm. and just go, well, oh, well, look at that person or, or they say, oh, well, it's only going to happen for that person. But, you know, these good things yeah. can't happen for me. Yeah. You know, they kind of think, yeah. oh, that's the other side of it. And it's it's so true. Every single thing that we have and, the, and every single place mm -hmm. that we move, it's all for God and it's for his mm -hmm. glory. And if he's called you mm -hmm. into that position, mm -hmm. it's so incredible to use that for him. And it's so, so special because, like you said, just launching a nonprofit during this pandemic, like you said, that's a miracle. It's a beautiful miracle. And I think that it's yeah. also one that listeners can draw from today. What you just shared with us is that – you know, whatever God has for you, it's going to happen, regardless of what the world mm. looks like or regardless of what's happening. Yeah. You know, if we just completely stay in his will and completely are just abiding with him, yes. it's just so special just to recognize this. And, you know, for me, I saw a lot about the foundation that you guys had launched because of the matriarchs, you know, and knowing Sam and knowing James mm. and, and having we had them on mm. the show. And they were sharing so much about what you guys were doing. So it was really fun to watch these videos that were mm -hmm. coming out of seeing everything mm -hmm. that was, was happening and just going like, wow, praise God. This is, this is really, really awesome, you know, and to, yeah. to point everything to him. And even through the World Cup, though, you know, to backtrack to that, that kind of felt very, very central for both yourself and Sia. For, for a lot of people mm -hmm. watching, it felt that, you know, that there was this pointing to God. There was this pointing to who he was. Mm -hmm. And I think that that felt mm -hmm. very central for a lot of people and it was refreshing for a lot of people. And so mm -hmm. I do know that that was probably very much on your guys' hearts, right? Very much. 
much so. And, um, you know, to your point about like Sam and James, like they, they are one of the people that really, I mean, Black Bean just came on board and um, showered us with such a blessing of creating such beautiful videos and content that we could really share a lot of the amazing stories that we've um, that we've experienced, you know, being on the ground. So we so, mm. so grateful to them and um, the amazing work that they've been putting into, you know, helping share the vision of the foundation. Um, and definitely, you know, it's so funny because when we came back from the World Cup, everyone was sending messages of like pastors doing <laughs> preaching about the World Cup <laughs> and preaching about Sia's dance, um, you know, when they had the coin flip, Sia was so confident and he wasn't confident cocky. He was confident because he knew the Lord was in control. Mm. And um, so if if you if people go back and look at the toying cast, you'll, you'll see that um, the, the other captain was really like quite democrat and kind of like confused and stuff. Mm. And Sia was just confident, knew exactly what he wanted and um and also he had written on his on his arm um armband jesus Mm. um so when he lifted the trophy there's this beautiful picture of um jesus written on his armband but that trophy you know that that moment just lifting it up in the air and having you know having people see having the world see Mm. jesus's name there is um is always the point and you know what like I prayed with the girls with the wives and because we go so stressed Mm, (laughs) so stressed and before every game we prayed and we were just like you know what Lord we believing and um not everyone are believers in the team and you know nobody was forced to do it but everyone came together in this moment of just you know prayer and um and I wanted to invite the Lord into every single thing that we did and you know, walking into a stadium, which felt like Twickenham Stadium in England, mm. because, you know, obviously the English can afford to fly to Japan and stuff. It was yeah. packed with English supporters. And um, we just want to welcome the Lord into those spaces. And, you know, I think for people listening, just just to remember the importance of that, that wherever you mm. go is not always, you know, God is not always in all the places that we find ourselves. So to mm. always just take a moment to invite him in to your workspace, to your home, to your car, like yeah. um, just super important to remember to invite him in so that he can go there and fill you with peace and with confidence and with grace, whatever it is that you require in those moments, wisdom. Um, but just to invite him into spaces where you find yourself is always super, super important. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. Amen. I'm thinking as well of 2021. I know that people have gone into 2021 with a bit of sometimes hesitation or fear. And again, I think we mm. can so draw mm. and lean into what you just shared with us that it's, we can, mm. you know, we should, we know that we should commit the year to God, you know, we should commit it to him, but yeah. fully invite him in to just embody this yeah. year for each and every single one of us as believers, you know. And I think yeah. that it's so, so special and so incredible what you just shared. And, you know, we're going to take such a quick music break. I totally know that the listeners are so enjoying the conversation. We're going to take a really, really quick music break, but don't go anywhere because Rachel's still going to be with us after this. You're with me here, Lauren Jacobs on Radio K Pulpit on Voice of Change. And I hope that you are having such a wonderful afternoon. I hope that you're getting home safely, that you're driving home safely, but that you're also just enjoying the conversation with myself and Rachel today. And it's been such a good one. And you know what, Rachel, I'm I'm thinking as well of, you know, 
every this new year and the things that are going to take place you know has God given you fresh vision for this year because it definitely sounds like of course it is about vision and the purpose and the mandate he has for us and I can hear that you're not you that you're not laughing so now I'm beginning to know that you definitely do have vision for this year <laughs> tell us you know what you don't have to even share that vision with us but is there something new birthed in your heart you know is is God on the move are you excited Oh, listen, Lauren, God is always on the move. You know, whether we are on whether we are on track with him or not, he's moving. Exactly. And um I think that there's just there's so much peace in that and so much, you know, so much confidence to know that. But um I think for me, you know, I, I, I'm a big goal setter. I'm big on goal setting. Mm. And I think that it's super important, you know, always by like December time, I always think people should already have goals set for the new year. Mm. But if, you know, people haven't set it yet, spend some time, spend some time looking at what your year looks like for you and um, what you want to achieve. For me, I always make sure that I sit down and kind of navigate what that looks like. Um, but I really, I, I feel very strongly that 2021 is going to be a year of um, unlearning a lot of things mm-hmm. um, and not just for myself, but but teaching others what that looks like or encouraging others to kind of go on an unlearning journey as well um, and also a learning journey. So um, mm-hmm. really just learning <laughs> what life is like for other people, learn about the language that I use um, when addressing certain people or addressing certain situations, um, mm. just learning to be more mindful about, um, you know, the beautiful people in our country and, and what that looks like. But, um, yeah, really just an unlearning and a learning um, journey for 2021. Mm. Um, and, yeah, just just new new vision, new, new connection. Um, so there's, there's a lot... There's a lot that I want to achieve and I could, you know, spend the rest of your show going through it. Um, but, yeah, I think just to encourage everyone, you know, maybe maybe you haven't had a great start to 2021. Maybe it's been a really crappy one. You came out of a really crappy 2020 and mm. it's heading into a, a, looking like a crappy 2021. Can I just, like, encourage you to remember that God is still God. God was. Mm and will in God. And at the end of the day, if you submit whatever it is you're dealing with to him, he can deal with it. But if you choose to hang on to that, then then that's kind of your decision. That becomes your burden. But he's there to take all of that from us. And he's got a plan. Whether or not you're on track with that, he's got a plan for your life. And um, if I can really just encourage that you lean into his promises for you, because they're never failing and they're always available to you and you can hold him to those promises and his promises for you are yes and amen. And I think that sometimes we, we need to go back to those promises and go back and hold God to those promises that he has for our lives. And, um, you know, get get real with your prayer life as well. You know, don't leave that behind. Prioritize those prayer moments and those quiet times with God because, yes, I think that life is so busy for all of us and mm. he's got so much that he wants to speak to us about and he wants to but we don't give him enough time and enough peace to do that. So I think to prioritize quiet times, do that. But um, if 2021 is not heading onto a great track for you, just Know that God is still God and Mm. he still has a plan for you.
Mm, absolutely. It's like we always say that God is, is reigning. He's not reacting. So he's completely and fully just in control absolutely. of absolutely everything. And he's not mm. reactive, you know, because he yes. doesn't need to. He knows what's going to happen. And so that is so encouraging for the listeners. Mm. And and also, you know, it latches on to something you said right at the beginning about, you know, what we speak about, you know, what our tongue has so much power. Yeah. And I think that that's so important yeah. as well, that we, we really reflect on that because because sometimes it can start in our minds, you know, just maybe having a, a bit of a negative mindset. Yeah. And then we start speaking these things and confessing these things over our life. Like, I'm not going to start this thing because what if I fail? You know, I've heard people say yeah, that. Totally. It's like you're already saying you're going to fail. You have not even started yet. You know, just speaking mm-hmm. those things, that's not how we need to be speaking. And, and, you know, you also said earlier on about, you know, you didn't even entertain a conversation about the World Cup that was yeah. like you guys are going to be losing you know and so we shouldn't we yeah. shouldn't entertain com- conversations where it's not in alignment also with the promises and the and the things that God has spoken over our lives what we know to be absolutely yeah. true we need to just keep going and I think yeah. it's so so important and Rachel, any final words from you? You said so much. You shared so beautifully with our listeners. And it's been so great to have this conversation with you, to be inspired, you know, by the things that you have learned, but also just to connect a little bit with you as a person and and your heart. Because, again, like you were saying earlier on, sometimes people, you know, can see you from a distance and say, well, Mm. you are so-and-so, you know, people just know you on social media or whatever. But when people kind of get to know a person through hearing them speak and sharing a bit more of their heart, their faith, their journey, their love, their passion. It makes that person but r- yeah. more real, you know, to someone else that's probably listening yeah. today and being like, hey, Rachel's actually real. <laughs> she's actually normal. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's not just a person I see over there. I, mean, I hope so. <laughs> Let's hope so. This is not a recorded, this is not a recorded message, you know, <laughs> it's just responding really well to me. <laughs> yeah. So any final thoughts you want to leave with our, with our listeners today? Oh, amazing, Lauren. Um, well, firstly, just to say thank you for having me on. It's it's really been such an incredible conversation, and um, you know what? Like, it's you know, always make sure that you have people around you, and you make sure that you have conversations with people about the Lord and just like mm-hmm. how amazing He is. Because sometimes we don't surround ourselves with people like that, and we don't have conversations about how incredible He is. And then you do, and you realize, like, wow, he's he's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think just to um, something that's been um, a, a f- so um, so on my heart lately is um, be still and know that I am God. And um, I think whatever it is, you know, maybe maybe 2021 is heading off to the best start for you, and maybe it's not, mm-hmm. but just to be still in those moments and just to realize like you're he 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 has the most beautiful moments the most sacred moments um prepared for you and um and i think also just to you know you know around the 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 point of surrounding yourself with good people just just do that do that surround yourself with good people surround yourself with people that speak life into your life and um, people that encourage you and people that have positivity to give you surround yourself with those people and um, I know it's not always by choice because sometimes family members are not always that great (laughs) but um, but we can choose and I think that it's important to to choose them well. And um, there's a season for everything, and um, and not everything you know lasts for every forever. And um, 
actually, I, I have a tattoo. Mm-hmm. And it's this too shall pass. And I always keep that close to me as well um, as a reminder because, you know, whether things are, are going really badly, it's always good to remember that it will pass. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's for mm-hmm. a season. It will end. But also to remember that even when things are going super, super great, to cherish those moments and um, live in those moments and don't rush to share everything on social media and take videos and take pictures and share it with the world. Just keep them sacred to yourself because they will pass. The good moments Mm -hmm. will pass too. And to keep them very close to your heart and very dear to your heart, I think is super important. But um, you know what? I'm, I'm believing for 2021 to be the most beautiful year for every single person. Hmm. Um, every year has ups and downs 2020 may have had more than our fair share but every year has ups and downs and um, just to realize that you know and and believe that 2021 has the best in store for you and that the best is yet to come Um, so Hmm. yeah I think that's where I'm going to finish off Lauren but thank (laughs) you so much for having me that's so awesome, you know, Rachel reminding us there to be present in our lives and be mm-hmm. present in the moment. And that's so also so, so important. And again, Rachel, thank you so much. And we just really pray from our side, you know, huge blessings over you and your family and, you know, your inner family, your extended family and all your mm-hmm. loved ones. Thank you so much for, you know, this great conversation. And may God just richly bless you and give you fresh vision consistently every day, every moment. Mm-hmm. And may he give you all the strength that you need, you know, to achieve every single God-given goal, God-sized dream that he has given mm-hmm. to you and your family. So thank you so much and rich, so, rich blessings you. from us. And thank you again and take care. Cool. Thanks, Lauren. <laughs> know that you're sitting there inspired and encouraged by the show and it was good to hear from Rachel good for her just to share so much with us from her heart and it's been so inspiring and encouraging you know I'm so inspired about 2021 you know regardless of how we saw 2020 we did have losses and we did carry pain and we held space for other people's pain as well that we were witnessing and that was kind of hard sometimes I found you know last year was so much so that so many people were losing things you know weddings were cancelled and people were losing loved ones people I loved got COVID and it was so hard to just notice all these things but also for me the silver lining moments the moments of hope and the moments of joy and the good things have far superseded this inside of my heart and I think it just depends how we hold space and what we hold space for and I really want to encourage you as you go out into 2021 I pray that you will go with your arms lifted high up and that you will hold space for the good things to come to the surface and that we sometimes I know you know trauma and the hard things in life we hold on to those sometimes really really tightly and they do have you know we do need to do that as well and to be real in all of that but we can be present with our good moments as well and so i pray that you've really really enjoyed the show i pray that this will be your year of whatever god wants it to be for you don't entertain you know conversations and thought patterns and life moments that don't align with the will of god for your life the promises he has spoken over you you know whatever those promises are yes and amen as rachel reminded us today and we can go boldly triumphantly out into those promises with our hands lifted high you know what sending you such a big virtual hug to all my listeners today we got a great great evening lined up for you so you don't want to go anywhere you want to stay on Radio Cape Fulford and so it's been so great to be with you until next time take care this insert was brought to you by Radio Cape Fulford on 729 AM 
visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.